0: hi this is karen hola this is gloria welcome to the moving into wellness
1: podcast
0: where we aim to remove stigma around and discuss tools to manage everyday mental health issues let's all take a breath hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast i am continuing to speak with practitioners who offer alternatives of mental wellness and today i have with me my friend regina hi
1: thank you so much for having me i'm so excited
0: i'm glad you're here so to start out regina tell the audience a little bit about yourself
1: Well, my name is Regina Thompson King. Uh, This is something I newly adopted. My mom, last name is King, and my dad, last name is Thompson. So I wanted to always incorporate her. I was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, but I was raised a little bit with my grandmother who lived in Houston. Her and my dad are both educators, and she is actually the one that got me started in my music journey, which I now use as part of my career took piano lessons, young, marching band in high school, choir, a little bit go back in middle school. And when I went to college, like I said, my on my dad's side, there were educators. So they always told me, get a job, working with elementary school children, you'll never be out of work. So I was going on that path. And then I found music therapy. And I saw that it was music tied to psychology. So it was a, it was a perfect marriage. And it was something that I really was drawn to because I wanted to help people, but education was a little bit too surface level for me. So I love the, the in-depthness of therapy. So yeah, I I, I did that. And recently I finished a masters of science program in yoga therapy, which is pretty cool. So I have to take a test to become um, a certified yoga therapist, but I at least have the education and training and more recently, I just got a Reiki certification. So that's an interesting new modality to be working with. Yeah. Wow.
0: Sounds exciting. So tell the audience about the community offering you have right now related to mental wellness. And you talked a little bit about how, like what led you to studying it, but like what it looks like right now in terms of your practice and what led you to that specialization?
1: Well, for one, I love that you call it offerings. It's something about that word that just feels very sacred to me. And the work that we do, I feel is very sacred. There was a podcast that I listened to. It's called Decolonizing Therapy. And that is something that really has been on my mind in in doing the the offerings that we do through through our roles, the roles that we play in people's lives. So I quit my nine to five good government job because it was not serving my mental wellness. So right now I am a contractor. I work with TAY youth. So TAY is transitional age youth. So youth who are transitioning out of foster care youth who were in foster care who didn't get adopted, and now they're aging out, right? So they're 18 and above. So I'm working with those youth. And I'm also working at a summer camp, which is really cool, because I grew up in a summer camp in New Orleans. It's called NORD, New Orleans Recreational Department. So I was with that like through most of my my years of living there. And these are teens in healthcare, we'll call them at-risk inner-city kids. are going through the struggles of of now they're out of school, but we want them to be more productive. So it's it's really empowering to see these teens pull themselves out of bed to come to this program. And what can I offer them to make it enjoyable for themselves so they aren't bored or, you know, they don't think this is lame and things like that. So yeah, that's the current work that I'm doing. And
0: what have you learned since starting the work I guess in particular to what you envision like or even if you compared it to the work when you were working because Regina and I met working in an inpatient psych facility as what was our title at that place?
1: Wow I think I was a re what?
0: Rehab therapy. We heard we were rehab therapists. Yeah. I started as a rehab therapist. And that department included music therapists. I was a dance movement. I am still a dance movement therapist. People used art therapy, recreational therapy, narrative therapy, etc. And then of course I moved into the social work role there, but working in that kind of institution setting is one thing and has its own limitations, as you mentioned, or working in a a government facility, um, which was still inpatient psych, like the facility you were in. And what have you learned from, I guess, in particular, transitioning through where you are right now versus where you were before, how you envisioned the work initially?
1: I think maybe it's just me being me. My self-esteem and my identity has always been tied to my work before my performance in school, how I was perceived and looked at. So I'm learning that's something that is big for me, or at least now I can say I'm moving to saying that that was something big for me, and I'm stepping more into what is my identity as my own person, as being a healer, as well as my own healer, away from just being tied to this is my role, this is what I do for this person, this is what I do for this institution, etc. So I've learned that I'm always going to continue learning. I'm always going to Continue growing, which is big for me, because I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not even over the hill yet. So to know that for the rest of my life, I will always continue evolving and always continue finding out more about myself. And in that, I'm able to use those resources to work with the people that I serve, right? The people that I, I give these offerings to. And it's, it's really important to have that time that you can do that to learn more about yourself. So actually, use the tools that you're you're offering to these individuals to basically live what you preach, right? So that that's definitely something that I have learned to that is, that those spaces are important for yourself to hold those. And yeah, and you'll never stop growing. But it's so important to have that identity for yourself and how you heal yourself and what makes your self worth right for yourself. So you can have your cup full. So when you go and when you provide these services to other people, it is from a very authentic place.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I realized like it's usually the first question I ask aside from like introducing yourself, but in, you started to answer it a little bit, but I think one of the things that we'll end with in terms of the main questions is what is mental wellness? Because this podcast. It's called Moving Into Wellness. What does mental wellness mean to you?
1: Yes. Again, Karen, I want, you, I want to thank you so much for your vocabulary. And you are, I don't know if the audience knows that you are a writer. And I love that you put wellness because like you said, when we were in-psych in patient, we always heard mental health, mental health. And for some reason in my head, mental health is almost correlated with mental illness. I, I don't know. I think it's just because the redundancy of hearing it. So I love that you're saying mental wellness, because it gets me out of that box framed institutional mind of always saying mental health and, and what is it? So for me, mental wellness is just having a equal state of mind, right? In yogic philosophy, we say you can't be two on one extreme. So not too sad or not too happy, So this goes with everything in relation to life, to always do everything in moderation, to always be balanced in your mind. And the way that we do that, Yogi says that stress is equal to the rapid speed of thought. So we could slow those thoughts down and all those things are tied with our breath. If we could slow all those things down, our breath and our thoughts, then we could become equal in our mind. Our thoughts aren't racing from one extreme to the next. And we could have the awareness if we're too far, like I said, too happy, um, overly excited, right? Or really down, really sad, right? We'll have that that equal state. So we're always in balance. So that is mental wellness for me.
0: Okay. And with what you offer where can people find you? Where are, like, if you have online advertising where people can learn more about what you do, especially as you're, it sounds like your practice is growing with yoga therapy and Reiki, like, what, and I'm sure you'll be adding on these services down the road. Where can people find you?
1: People can find me on, right now, Instagram and TikTok, at The Healing Chord, and chord like a piano chord, so C-H-O-R-D. Those are my main forms. I'm using Simple Practice, and I did see there's a space where I could try to go ahead and put my own website together. So I'm in the process of working on that, but as now the two main platforms are Instagram and TikTok.
0: Okay, that's great. I really appreciate you sharing one, your journey through how you came to music therapy and looking forward to seeing the different things that you'll be offering in the future, it sounds like. And the main word I took from what you said is balance. And that can be the challenge very often for people, but just I appreciate you sharing your experience and hoping that people will check out your information, your offerings online. And I really appreciate people for tuning in. And I want to continue conversations with other practitioners so you, people will learn about all the things that are out there that people can access when they think about therapy and what that means. It can mean so many different things, it can look so many different ways. And this is just another way. So, learning about if people even knew yoga therapy exists, music therapy as an offering, dance movement therapy, and even culturally specific offerings. When you talked about decolonizing mental health, which I also did a training in earlier this year, and then also how we become closer as practitioners to who and what we are and what we offer, how we have to live it, right? (laughs) We have to live it for it to be authentic. So, that message too is really important. And I appreciate you going that. Please tune in for the next episode and we will continue conversations with people and about mental wellness. And I hope everyone has a great day. Hotline numbers we want to share the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 1 800 273. Eight two five five. The LGBT National Hotline 888-843-4564. The LGBTQ Youth Trevor Project line for people ages thirteen to twenty four. Eight 866- six six. Four eight eight, seven three, eight six. The Trans Lifeline. eight seven seven five six five eight eight six zero five. Eight eight, six zero. And a crisis line to text to. Text to seven four one, seven four one the word start.